0: Snippets in the life of a multilingual person. Scenario 1 Electricians come to fix the fan. The multilingual person having living in Punjab, Pakistan, would begin with. Tan to which she would answer in the same Punjabi language. Auntie, this is a new trend. Everybody's an auntie, even if they're 20 years old. So without minding that, let's move on. Now I have to talk to my nephew, who is standing with me uh, supervising the change or replacement of the dimmer of said fan, ceiling fan. Is he teaching him? Now, my nephew, knowing that only he can understand English at that point, turns to me, but he answers in Urdu. Nehi. Uww, us, na, uh, use it a bunny lagra. Me. Are you sure? Because it usually takes only two seconds. Ha, lekin use kata bunny fetora. To woolagare, use my time lag okay so then i ask where is the old dimmer (coughs) so that i should keep it in case we ever have to show it again to replace a new one since every household has a different shape or different style of dimmer (coughs) my nephew answers again in urdu so now i'm obliged to answer in urdu Yes, as you see, there are bits of English in it as well. And then, when they finally fix the <clears throat> fan, then I tell him, I turn to him and say Urdu, Kya, and he answers in Urdu as well that Hanji And then the other person who speaks with uh, there are two of them, they're two electricians together. They come in pairs sometimes. So the one who speaks in Punjabi says that Neo So I have to now answer him in Punjabi and say <laughs> and then he again answers in punjabi apni end of conversation so we are four people in total there's me there's my nephew and there are two electricians uh, I communicate with my nephew both in English and in Urdu. I communicate with one of the electricians in Urdu and I communicate with the other one in Punjabi. And this is how my life usually is. This is just one of the very many scenarios that occur in our daily lives. Now here's another scenario. This is me explaining to um, my maid how to use a certain app she is educated so she can read and write both in English and in Urdu and she can speak also in English because she loves the, the English language and so she enjoys learning more and more of it so she speaks a bit of it as well she's fluent in Urdu as well and obviously she's probably fluent in her own version of Punjabi because remember Punjabi uh, changes uh, every few kilometers It's a very old language and it's one of the oldest literary languages in the world. And so at every few kilometers, the language, the dialect changes. So it's not necessary that one Punjabi person would understand the other Punjabi person, you know, it depends on really which part of Punjabi you're from. But overall, we do manage to understand each other. So with her, the conversation goes something like this, I'll begin in Urdu. (toms) So, यार you तुम खुद करो ना can तुम्हें the भी you था अब the तुम्हें दोबारा सिखा रही हूँ कि you इसको करना you can see the car, you the car, you can see the करना the car, you can see the the car, you you the you and then in between when i have to repeat myself and sometimes when i get a bit angry and i'm like you idiot why can't you just listen to me i mean and she's like i don't understand this right now so this is just another typical scenario of what goes on in the conversation between me and my maid Now, a conversation between me and my mother. It will begin typically in Punjabi, because since we've returned to Pakistan, my mother just refuses to speak in English. And she would always speak to us in Punjabi. And our own native language is English. So we are left with only each other, as siblings or our father, with whom we speak in English. So conversation with my mother, which nowadays is mainly politics, which has a lot of abusive language too because we're busy abusing and swearing at the illegal government. But if we move uh, away from that, just for a change, and now talk about maybe some household activities, so for example, I have been telling you for two days that my fan is not working. So yeah, I'm repeating the same thing in two different languages. I'm saying the same thing both in Punjabi and in English. Usually this is how it goes. And then I will say the same thing again back in Punjabi, with a, more, a little more detail that I remember that in February, it doesn't work for me. It's warm, the lights are coming up a few times, I don't want to go on the pedestal, so then you know that it is, sit in, it is actually in, it's in the barbeda socket, which means that when there's no light, I cannot use that fan. So can you kindly tell them to bring the electrician or just get me the dimmer and I'll do it myself? So that is a typical conversation between me and my mom. Now this is a typical conversation that I have with other people like my students or people that I am in a formal sitting with or people with whom I have to get some job done. I tend to use more English at that point because I want to make sure that I'm absolutely clear and obviously because they're all um, people who are educated and, you know, in they're doing office jobs or their teachers themselves or their students so it's um, it doesn't matter even if i do start off in english and so with them you know i would begin in english and say oh, no no that is the, this is what i would like and this is what i would hope for you to do and you know the, these are my fears and these are my concerns and then we shift they answer in english and then if they shift to urdu then i would shift to urdu as well Sometimes I stick to English, it really depends on what it is that I am trying to say or do or what my mood is really. And then I would move on to speak in Urdu and then again back in English. Um, If I am in a slightly informal uh, situation, then from Urdu I would usually transit to Punjabi. So for example, um, if I'm for example talking to a friend or a cousin, uh, or um, again, my maid in Urdu, but I would translate to Punjabi. Anyway, for example, So that is that is how it goes. Now this is me in a situation or a scenario where I am dealing with people who like me are probably from abroad or who are native English speakers and we would go on or if I'm at my podcast if you listen to my podcast where I would um, use a bit of French a bit of English a bit of Urdu mostly English but with certain French words or Urdu words childhood conversations were mostly in English with a bit of Hausa or actually, with a lot of Hausa, if we were speaking to um, a Hausa native. Um, because in Kano City, Kano State, um, the main language was Hausa, the regional language. Although we had Fulanis and Yorubas and Igbos, but the language spoken in Kano was Hausa, because it was predominantly the Hausa tribe that lived there. and. Uh, so over there, for example, you know, we would say words like kadang kadang, you know, and or we would say, which means slowly, or we would say, uh, you know, <laughs> That means this boy or this girl, if we're about to especially tell tale of a teacher <laughs> that this boy did this or this girl did this or said this, or, you know, when we would call somebody, um... Or, you know, greetings yeah. uh, Like, you know lafiyalo, So There is Or, you know, when we have to say Eid Mubarak Even now, uh, all our Nigerian friends, Nigerian Pakistani community friends uh, You would see us on Facebook and all saying Parkata um, That is Eid Mubarak So, Our childhood conversations alternated between English and Hausa. But as I said, Hausa is now just in my thoughts, uh, not part of my daily life. Although when my parents... um, Until a few years ago, my parents would sometimes be in the mood and they would, uh, you know, start conversations in Hausa. But the truth is I don't even understand most of the time. Very few, very few words. So now it's, uh, you know, for example, if I would talk to other people of, uh, you know, who belong to different countries or different ethnicities and then it's predominantly English and sometimes I would have to speak French with them. Um, Although I've been out to practice regarding French, even though I still have a lot of friends who are French uh, They really are actually French or Mauritian friends And with them it was fun to every now and then just dive into it, but um, not much nowadays Nowadays it's more or less just using the words when I cannot find the English word that would aptly describe For example, when we have to talk about uh, revolution, the French Revolution and how the bourgeois was behind it for example in general you know when I'm teaching my students uh, French and then I have to help them make basic conversations in French there's that but then I also teach spoken English so when I'm working with my spoken English students then there's not a single word of any other language that penetrates the conversation it's pure English So yeah this is just a few very 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 few um snippets of my daily life conversations hope you're all safe sound and healthy yeah this should have been my opening greeting but you know it kind of didn't make sense opening this greeting up with you know snippets of a multilingual person's life (laughs) so This is me signing out. Au revoir. Khuda hafiz. And bye bye. Ciao.